Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Oh, hello there. I'm Ryan Reynolds. And you are listening to the Court Case Podcast. Maximum effort. Welcome back to the Court Case Podcast with me, your host, James Court. And your co-host, Sweet Tea. We are going to dive headfirst into the huge and strange stories that plague our world today, then give you our much-needed verdict. Sprinkle that with some banter, interesting guests, and gossip, and you've got yourself Court Case Podcast. Here we go. I thought I fucking started off the episode and you had to chime in with something else. <laughs> oh, wow. It's all right. We're still recording. Okay. Welcome back, guys. It's been a while. Back um, better than ever in our own place. Yep. That's the key. Better than ever. This is James Court. This is Sweet Tea. I mean, Thank I feel you. like we just did that. Yeah, I know. But some episodes we have guests. This is not a guest field episode. This I think is just... it would have stated in the episode like tag. If there was a guest. Right, so you, I know you guys love the bickering, so we thought we'd just start out with some... You've uh, missed it so much, and there's been a lot of brought-up tension recently, moving into a place, so mm-hmm. here we are just letting it off steam on the on the podcast. Yeah, we're still settling, we're still settling. But no, I feel like if we had a guest I've on... I've settled. <laughs> if we had a guest on, I would record like a special intro that would talk about the guest... Right, so then you still didn't need to stay. It's James and T because it would have been a different intro if there was a guest. Okay, all right. Let's just agree to I disagree win. on that one. Yeah, I fucking win. Absolutely, sweet tea wins. That's that's the key. So today we are coming back. It's been how many months? Do you think it's been a good? I think like two. Yeah, two and a half, three months to, since we stopped the show. Since we did the Johnny and Amber episodes, which um, which was a very very popular episode. And um, basically, the reason that we've done that is because we've moved into a new place. We've moved to sunny Brighton, haven't we? Yep. Which is a beautiful seaside city. It's called by many London by the Sea because it's where a lot of Londoners come down to go on their holly bobs, enjoy the sunshine. Yeah. And we've been dying in this heat wave out here at the moment. Mm. But uh, I don't know if you guys have been suffering at all from the heat wave, but uh, we, what was it, 40 degrees or something like that in the UK? I don't think we quite reached 40 degrees. I think we were like just under. London was 40 degrees. Yeah, London was 40 degrees. What I've seen a lot at the moment, which pisses me off, is um, we obviously, we get a lot of listeners in America. So there's probably going to be some Americans that are listening to this that are like, you give, what the fuck are you doing? Like, it's just 40 degrees, chill the fuck out. 40 degrees in the UK is like, 
ridiculous. It hits different because our buildings and our like houses and stuff are not built for the heat. They're built for because England's normally a cold country. There's no aircon in any of the houses, and the houses are built to keep in heat, not to like keep things cold. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. And we, as humans, living in the UK, are not built mm. for this these conditions either. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like it is just unbearable at points. We, I don't really like swimming in the sea, but three days in a row I went swimming in the sea because it was the only thing other than a cold shower yeah that was gonna make me feel better just run in just run straight in yeah i've gotten better at doing that the first day i was like no i'm not going in it's cold by the third day i was the first one in that sea (laughs) (laughs) um so we've got some amazing stories coming up today i would have a little rant about uh, love island at some point today because we've been watching it a lot and uh, there's a you know I don't think it's the best... Se- well, one. Americans can now start to relate because there's a Love Island USA. Ah. So they. I don't know how different theirs is to ours. I'd hmm. love to watch it and find out. Yeah, so would I. I mean, it is trash TV, but it's, but it's addictive. Um, we've been asked by a listener to talk about a certain court case, which we're going to get to later, which is quite an interesting one. And we have got some killer... Um, courting with james i've got some very juicy courting with james later on so some juicy uh, relationship stories for us to start the season off with so um first let's crack straight on with love island yeah okay. why not so normally i despise that sort of program i think i watched season five when i was getting together with you because i wanted to impress you and seem like i watched the same sort of tv oh my gosh that you did so impress me with watching love island well you watched it and i was like yeah i watched i'm it not too. impressed i don't go oh fucking hell yes what a great guy he's watching love island with me i just think oh decent something to talk about yeah okay i get i get what you mean sort of but you know Anyway, so after that season, didn't watch any of it. I was like, this is kind of, it's just trash TV. You know, there's been suicides. There's been multiple suicides. So yeah, I only watched season five and then I gave up because it was just trash TV and there was all the suicides. Caroline Flack died and whatnot. But then why did we start watching this season? Um, I started watching it because I thought, why not? Why not have something to watch together when we move in with one another? Um... And to be fair, I wasn't really watching anything else at the time. Yeah. And one of my friends went to Cardiff Uni and obviously one of the guys was um, from Cardiff Uni. So I was just like, oh, that's kind of a cool little tie. Did she know him personally? No. Oh, was this Liam? Yeah. Right. So yeah, I just thought, why not? I'm going to watch it. And then... We've watched most of it I since. don't regret watching it, but it is probably the worst fucking season of my I've watched. Yeah. And I've only watched about three or four. Yeah. Um, I'm not enjoying the season at all, um, but it's still bloody good entertainment. I think they have not done very well on the boys this year. I think that they're all, ever since Catherine Moore, they have all just turned. Like before Catherine Moore, I thought, ah, oh, this is this is a nice season. Yeah. As soon as Catherine Moore happened, they've all just turned fucking vile. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
the girls literally i keep on changing my mind on the girls every single episode like right now for me the only people that actually bring some sort of entertainment and some sort of feel good situation is Ekansu and Davaday and I really mm-hmm. hope that stays with these new these new bombshells that come in because I swear to god if one of them gets their heads turned I don't think I could watch it anymore yeah yeah I still like Luca and Gemma but I understand that Luca's behavior has not been the greatest recently but I think there's stuff that we're missing. I think they've edited some stuff out. Well, they're definitely editing some stuff out because that's why they do Love Island Best Bits because there's loads of challenges in Love Island Best Bits that we don't even see on the actual hmm. hour show. I haven't ever watched Love Island Best Bits. I just see little clips on TikTok. Um, and there's like so many little funny stuff. Like Gemma is really fucking funny on Love Island Best Bits, but we don't see that side to her on the hour show. So we weird. just see her being like serious and mature which good for her because she's one of the youngest but mm. she has obviously a little childish side which we don't really see that's so um, strange yeah so it's, it's really interesting and i think ek and sue is so flipping clever like i've seen so many cl- like clips of her where she like predicts something and then it happens i've seen like five six seven clips of her where she said like oh they're gonna say this oh they're doing that oh are they talking about this or oh you're gonna get a text in a minute like that kind of thing it's so weird how well she like knows the show well the thing is she's an actress so she's obviously she's not been on reality tv before but she's been on sets she's, she's been an actress sort of yeah oh i didn't actually know that she was in soaps in like what's her home country turkey yeah she's been in soaps in turkey and stuff oh wow so she probably knows like when the producers are going to do something oh yeah, or she, yeah when the lighting changes or something's come in or something yeah like fair that. enough but it's still just really cool to see it is very cool that. but the th- reason i want to talk about it is like i just think because you know we need to give our verdict on things on the show and i want to give my verdict on the state of love island at the moment and just the whole mental health aspect of things. I know, I understand a lot of people, particularly older people, are just going to, you know, be like, eh, mental health, it's talked about too much, blah, 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 blah. But you've got some men in here that just treat these women like shit. You've got men that are being, like, sent death threats and stuff on social media. And I just do not think, after Caroline Flack, they've taken that much notice, like, at all. Mm. And I just feel like they're not learning. I feel like unfortunately they don't care yeah and like i really don't ever think that that will change Mm -hmm. i think we can go through and unfortunately keep losing people to things like this and people are still going to be mean online that is just the way the world works and it's messed up but there's I don't think there is anything we can do about it. I feel like the worst has happened from social media and still people are wanting to be horrible. The only time that things have changed is if there have been mass complaints or people have stepped in. So there's a domestic abuse charity called Women's Aid or something and um, they weren't happy when Adam Collard went back in because he was very manipulative to a woman on the season that he was in. Mm. And also apparently it was women aid that stepped in after the dammy and luca bully and tasha thing and that's why the producer stepped in like made them apologize or something interesting so um they are the love iron people only seem to do when people step in it's like your host committed suicide and shit and you're not making any sort of there's so many things about this season that i'm so confused about and i just need to get them out like Mm. i'm so confused to why india 
is just being so muggy to herself and letting Dammy just roll back into her life. I think we can't get into too much specifics because there's probably a lot of people that don't watch Love Island as well. I need to get this out of my system. So if you don't watch it, skip forward a couple of minutes, but I need to get this out of my system. So I don't understand that situation and I don't get why he then has a leg to stand on in regards to saying shit to Tasha. Dammy's a twat. So I don't I don't get that. Mm-hmm. I then also don't understand why Tasha and Andrew had this massive thing where Andrew was pissed off. He licked a tit or whatever. And he... He did. And then Andrew decided to tell, you know, Tasha that these girls from Castle Moore have said stuff about her. But then Tasha never followed it up and asked what was being said. And then just let that go off and she'd be friends with these girls from casper more and nothing more has come from it and i'm that's confusing to me that i think is the thing that confused me the most if anyone that doesn't watch love island basically these people couple up on this villa and then a few weeks in there's another villa called casa more and either the girls or the boys will go to casa more and meet new people and if they after a few weeks if they they will come back to the main villa and you know it will be shock horror. Will they have coupled up with a new person or will they come back to their original couple? Whatever. So, um, Andrew, this contestant, Andrew, met a new girl and like like T said, licked a tit or whatever. And um, <laughs> they all came back together after Castle Moore and these girls from Castle Moore came to the main villa and apparently they've been saying all this shit about Tasha to Andrew. Yeah. But... No, nothing's been said about no it. We one, don't know anything else said. about it. Yeah. We haven't seen a clip of them saying this shit. He seemed really angry and like so ready to just bun her off. And now all of a sudden he's absolutely infatuated by her. The girls I just, don't get it. Yeah, the original girls just focused on Andrew. Yeah. And saying his bad look at it. And, and they weren't like, girls, what have you been saying yeah. to Andrew? It, it's so weird. And so like Andrew's made out to be this horrible person. And then, but then, you know, He's not even being roasted by these girls. And Tasha is the one who's getting it in the neck by Luca and Dammy. When I don't, if I'm being completely honest, I feel like I remember more of what Andrew's done recently in comparison to what Tasha's done. So I also don't understand if them two were infatuated by each other, why did they both bring somebody back? And then as soon as they saw each other, completely bun off those two people, completely bun off Billy, completely bun off Coco. That's the same with India and Dammy though. It, and India and Dammy did the same thing. I don't get it. Why are you bringing somebody back to not even entertain it? Because that yep. was the whole point. Um, Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then I don't get why... Like, there's so many things this season. I'm just like, what the hell? Like, it doesn't make any sense. So now all of a sudden, Luca wants to be... It didn't mean to hurt Tasha's feelings and wants to go on a double date with Tasha and Andrew and Gemma. But Mm. then why is he saying shit about her? And everyone's saying apparently he fancies her or something and that's why he's being so mean. But I don't think he does. does I just think people are just, like, stretching that a little bit too much. But anyway, gossip aside... The show is obviously, from what you've heard T ranting about, the show is a very anger-inducing It's program. just confusing this year because they're all being very brutally honest, but at the same time, I feel like a lot of things, just a lot of the sto- storylines aren't being covered. Like, you know, what was that one that we were talking about the other day? Um, oh, Deji. Yeah, Deji and um, Deji liking uh, Danica. Mm. And then we hear nothing of it for the next three episodes. And then last night... Oh yeah, no, I'm not interested anymore. To the, to the point, what the fuck? <laughs> to the point where 
Danica was getting upset. Yeah. And I, I have liked, you know that I've liked Danica from the start. Yeah. I've been like, she's my favourite. I wanted to find someone. And to to the point where this Deji has said that he's interested in her. And then an episode later, she's crying to the girls saying, no there's one's no interested. one in the villa interested in me. To the point where I'm getting angry at Danica. Be like, you literally had a chat last episode with a guy that said yeah. he 100% wants to be with you. Yeah. It's, like, it's just a bit confusing. Yeah. And then, you know, Danica, fair enough, she stuck up for herself with Billy. But then she's like... She was really calm with him. And then all of a sudden, that bit was so scripted mm-hmm. when she was sat with Ek and Sue and Gemma and they were just like, go and, go and have a go. Mm-hmm. Because they used that clip in the tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. And yeah, that. They used it then. So obviously they wanted something to put in. So they were like, Danica, have a go at Billy. Here's the thing. Um, shout out to uh, one of your friends, Jodie, lovely girl. Uh, she came over yesterday and we were talking about Love Island with her and she was talk- she said that she had been watching season one with her mum or something and or on her own, I don't remember. But she's been watching season Irrelevant one. Irrelevant part of the story, yeah, really. I know. Just try- like to paint a picture. And apparently they were allowed to smoke. There was no scripted producer moments. You didn't have producers coming in saying, oh, you should say this to blah, blah, blah. Their clothes that they wear, it was yeah. so funny. Like They just wore whatever clothes they wanted. They didn't like really dress up too much. Yeah, apparently there was actual sex. That's the thing that annoys me. What? It's called Love Island. There's no sex in it. Yet we were, and it's not because of like, oh, um, because it's on telly or something. Because we watched Open House on Channel 4 and there was explicit sex in that. Yeah, but that's that's also down to them, James. If they don't want to have sex with each other, they don't want to have sex with each other. No, no, don't. completely understand that. <laughs> but, apart, right. But what if they do want to have sex with each other? Then they, Why are they, they not some doing of them have, it? They've gone in the salon or something or whatever the fuck that's all about. Every year they change the name for that. I can't remember what it was. One year it was something else. This year it's a salon. But anyway, I'm going to improve Love Island. This is what needs to change, basically. They need to vet the contestants better. Specifically, they the just boys. need to stop Love Island. One, they need to stop it, yeah, but if, obviously they're not, so they're going to carry on. They need to vet the contestants better. They need to make sure these boys are not assholes when they come in. And when they leave. Uh, yeah, and when they I leave. Also, I also don't like, understand why Adam's back in as well. Yeah, well, that, that doesn't make any sense. That was just for ratings, wasn't it? But anyway. Um, it's all confusing and they just need better mental health checks when they come in and also some more LGBT representation would be good yeah. I understand the concept of Love Island so you couldn't have mixed sexuality yes you could pillar. I think that would be bloody juicy let me finish let me explain that I think that would be juicy right. I think it would be juicy what I'm saying is because of the amount of contestants and people need a choice of who they want to go with you couldn't just have like 10 people of multiple sexualities because you would lower people's options. What I'm saying is have yeah, that's two That's why fillers. it's juicy. That's why it's juicy because they could end up being just all lesbian couples and all the men haven't got no, anyone. No, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you had a villa where there was like five, um, five men and five women, three of the men were gay, that means those three men only have two men to choose from and and each so you lower the options what i'm saying that's juicy no it's not juicy because nothing will happen they'll only have one person to choose from each that's not juicy is it what i'm saying is have two villas. no but then they have bombshells that come in what i'm saying is have two villas <laughs> no because then there's segregation will you let me explain <laughs> my idea please for god's sake right have a straight villa okay 
And then have also, at the same time, have a CASA LGBT or whatever. Oh, my gosh. Where you have gay and lesbian couples. And then they come in for... Ch- they mix together for challenges and stuff. They do recouplings together because there could be someone that's bisexual that wants to steal an, a bisexual couple from the LGBT villa and bring them over to the normal or something I lo- like that. I love the idea, James. Right. But if I'm honest, I can just already hear social media saying segregation between sexual... Um, what's it called? Um, sexualities. Okay. Because you've got two different villas with two different sexualities. People will take it like as an offence. I can already hear okay. it. So just double the size of the villa then. Just have them all in the same villa. This is what I was trying to say about segregation before you went off on your point. That I just don't think it will go down well. Especially not on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. We'll just have a big double-sized villa then. And have it with all the different... Well, they did one year have um, a couple of bisexual um, contestants and they were coupled up with a guy and then um, two of the girls got together. Really? This is why I'm saying in one villa would work because I've seen it happen before. Then why don't they do that? I don't know. Oh, it's so annoying. But anyway, we have spent far too long on Love Island. Oh, I don't think you can spend too long on Love Island. Yeah, that's a good point. But anyway, the next thing that I wanted to talk about is if we get my list of stories up for today, um, a quick one that I would talk to you about. Well, not quick, but we'll have a little bit of conversation on it. It's basically... If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Some news came out a couple of days ago. Millions of Brits are looking to move abroad in search of better life as cost of living crisis becomes unbearable this is actually me and james in like five years time mm, so basically lo- uh, the cost if you don't live in the uk the cost of living crisis is that everything is going up wages are not going up to meet the price the price rises do the maths it doesn't work everything yep i don't like politics i don't like to get into politics but it does piss me off when the politicians are like we can't uh uh, give everybody a pay rise because ev- everything will, you know, all of the money will go up. Everything will, will equal inflate. Out. Yeah, everything's already inflating. Yeah. You absolute dickhead. So you might as well fucking bring the wages up anyway. But I think what they mean is if they bring up the wages as well as life, then everything's going to be on an equal playing field again. But we want everything on an equal playing field. Yeah, but they don't, do they? Because no. then they're not making money. Yeah, I but I don't even get how like inflation and shit works. I don't get it. We weren't taught any of this shit in schools. Just make this money stop going up. Just yeah. stop it. There's so understand. many things that we weren't taught about moving into a place that me and James have had troubles with. We won't get into it, but it's terrible. It's just we've been like, oh my god, what the fuck? Why I, don't anybody tell you about that? I know. Pe- <laughs> I know people make this joke all the time, but honestly, I've not had to use fucking algebra since I le- left secondary school. I wish I'd known about rent, taxes, yeah. mortgages, all of that. It's shit. true it's though. Shit it's so fucking true. Fucking standing orders. Direct Direct debits, yeah. bank accounts. We should have been taught all of that shit in secondary I school. Know. Terrible, terrible education system. Even if it was just once a week in maths, they covered it for about 10, 15 minutes. Like, it would be very helpful. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that shit stays in your brain anyway. You think they would put that shit in, what was it, sociology or whatever it's called? PSHCE, whatever you used that's, to have? That's religious studies. That was RE. Political, social, historical, educational, PSHCE. Did you ever have that? Yeah, but whatever. But anyway, so what I wanted to ask you, T, is I want you to give me three countries that if you had to leave the UK right now, where would you want to move to? Um, one of them being Italy. Italy is very I'm infatuated infla- with Italy. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I just love it. You, well, you love a bit of Italian food, don't I you? I love Italian food. I, I was in love with Rome. And I just think Italy is just absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, not too expensive of a country. Um, yes, and from experience, they they're lovely, lovely people. We've regrettably only been on one holiday together. We've literally tried to go on about three, and the last oh. three, uh, two have been cancelled. So. Yeah, and uh, our one holiday destination was Italy. Yes, and I agree it would be a lovely place to stay, but I wouldn't want to live where we went. I did love Rome. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't want to live in Rome. I want to live by the coast. Yes, in Italy. Yes, what like is... Amalfi Coast. Yeah, is that the one that's like in the Lu- Luca, the Pixar movie? Uh, I think so. sort of like that. It's the really yeah. colourful sort of yeah, 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 yeah. town. Yeah, I want to live there. Yeah, just have you know pizza, pasta every day. Yeah, imagine actually mm. imagine. Oh my gosh. Okay, country number two, T. Country number two, um, I just like I'm not an island. I think island living 
Do you know what I mean? Like oh. Hawaii or something yeah, we, like that. We've mentioned Hawaii. We have before. mentioned Hawaii a couple of times. It's in we, our five year plan. It is. It mm. is in our five year plan. That would be amazing. It'd be incredible. You know, James love- wears Hawaiian shirts all the time. Yeah. It'd be so cool to learn that culture. Mm-hmm. Living on an island, like, just really fascinates me because you haven't got many options. Yeah. And it would just, yeah, just wow. And it I don't is. know where my other place would be. Um, there's so many cool countries in the world. There is. Um, oh my gosh. You don't have to live there permanently. No, I know. You like there's so many places that I want to like live for a little while. Like, um, yeah. I would like to live in Japan for a bit. That'd be insane. Because the culture really, really would just cool. be so different. Be really, really so cool. different. But like obviously Japan, Italy and Hawaii are all completely different types yeah. of places. So I, I couldn't live in Japan forever, but I would love to experience living there for like a year or so. Same. I completely agree. So if anyone is planning on moving out of Britain because of the cost of living crisis, those are our three suggestions. Well, what are your suggestions? You can't just say that those are yours and when I said them. Well, Hawaii's <laughs> my number one. I agree right. with that one. I would love to experience Canada for a oh bit. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about Canada. Yeah. Yes, Canada's a shout. Not going to America, no chance. I'll go on the odd holiday, but I'm not living there. Definitely not raising kids there. No. Getting shot when they're six years old. But anyway, um, and then I think I would love to experience, um, I mean, Mexico would be fun, but the cartels seem quite dangerous. Um where what would be my number three? What about like France or Croatia? Or oh, Croatia would be quite fun. I'm going to choose Croatia. Cool. I've been there before, Dubrovnik. I very, knew, very yeah, nice. Yeah, I know you like Croatia. That's why I suggested okay. it. So. We recently went on a podcast called the Winging It Travel Podcast. Lovely guy. Amazing stuff. Talked about travel with him. So please check out that episode if you want to uh, see some more, hear, hear some more of us. Um, and he put us on to a court case that I was to talk to you about today. It was happening at the same time as the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. But uh, the verdict has not been made yet, I don't believe. And that is the, it's called the Wagatha Christie trial. Interesting. Have you heard of the Wagatha Christie trial? No, what does that even mean? It is between Rebecca Vardy and Colleen Rooney. I recognise the name Rebecca Vardy. You don't recognise Colleen Rooney? No. Okay, so basically, they're two... Oh, they've used the term soccer. She's obviously American. Um, They're basically the wives of two famous British footballers. Oh, they're wags. They are wags. Yes, Yes, I'm going to go into all of that. So they're at the centre of a libel case in London. In 2019, Colleen Rooney, the wife of soccer star Wayne Rooney, accused Rebecca Vardy, the wife of another football star, Jamie Vardy. Oh, that's it. Jamie Vardy, yep. Of leaking stories about her to the tabloids. Vardy denies the accusation and is currently suing Rooney for defamation. From what Winging It told us, the interesting thing is something like Colleen Rooney um, made like a private Instagram account that only like Rebecca Vardy followed. And then she would say random stuff on the Instagram 
account and then see if it gets to the press. And if it got to the press, it means that Rebecca Vardy's it? leaked it, wow. which is great. So um, Very clever, but fucking yeah. stupid. So I'm going to start off by explaining what a WAG is for anyone that doesn't know. So WAG is a sexist acronym for wives and girlfriends, referring, referring to the wives and girlfriends of British football stars. I didn't know it standard for wives and girlfriends. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so if you're a wag, you're, you're a, a wife, wife and, and a girlfriend, girlfriend That's of a football stupid. star. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Um, so the BBC says on the sidelines of a professional football pitch, these women may as well be royalty. Is that? I mean, I'm not that into football. Is that true? Do like the football fans treat these women as as royalty? I, do, I, I have no idea. I mean, obviously they're quite big names, mm. so possibly. Yeah. So, but anyway, the OG uh, was apparently Victoria Beckham, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, The phrase first hit the headlines in 2006 during a soccer World Cup in Germany, where a group of British wags, all frosted hair extensions, vaguely orange limbs and barely there outfits, put on a sideshow of champagne-fueled shopping trips and partying exploits in the historic town of Baden-Baden. I've never heard of that. Mm. Uh, their leader was Victoria Beckham, Posh Spice. So there you go. So that's what a wag is. Now, Colleen Rooney is more established. She's the wife of Wayne Rooney. Do you know Wayne I know Rooney? Wayne Rooney now, well yeah. done. Uh, the guy that looks like Shrek, mm-hmm. many people think. Uh, a former Manchester United forward and Rebecca Vardy is newer to the scene. Personally, I think Colleen Rooney has is such a gold digger because Wayne Rooney just walks all over her really he's cheated on her so so many really? times and it's been in the news so many times oh he gosh. just does it so so regularly and she just lets him carry on doing it what the just because f- so she likes they have the an money open relationship at this point then. i i guess so just because she likes the money and the lifestyle oh my god it's bad isn't it um so happiness at the end of the day yeah uh wayne and jamie played together for the english men's football team it's nice. So very, very good of them. So what does Wagatha Christie mean? Yeah. You know, what does that mean? In October 2019, Colleen Rooney took to her social media to share that someone has been leaking stories about her and her family to the press. She explained she blocked everyone from viewing her private Instagram stories except one person and posted a series of false stories to see if they would end up in the sun. They did. And Rooney felt justified to share who did the le- leaking, writing it's Rebecca Vardy's account. An instantly iconic line. Very smart. Mm. Very smart thing to do. I agree with her to doing that. Um, she did a huge... Why oh. do you agree with it if it's wrong? No, no. I agree with Colleen Rooney for doing the whole private Instagram thing. If she wants to catch Rebecca Vardy out for leaking stories to the press. Oh, right. I see. Yeah. What did you think I meant? Um... Do you know what? I've got this story completely wrong and it's kind of embarrassing. So now I understand what's going on. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, fair enough. It's quite funny what I thought happened instead. <laughs> what did you think happened? I'll explain later. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> so Colleen Rooney gave a statement in October 2019. Yeah. And she said, for a few years now, someone who I trusted to follow me on my personal Instagram account has been consistently informing the Sun newspaper of my private posts and stories. Anyone that has watched the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard podcast episode will know my disdain for the Sun newspaper. Hate that little fish wrapper. There's been so much information given to them about me, my friends, and my family. 
After a long time of trying to figure out who it could be, for various reasons, I had a suspicion. To try and prove this, I came up with an idea. I blocked everyone from viewing my Instagram stories except one account. Over the past five months, I've posted a series of false stories to see if they made their way into the Sun newspaper. And you know what? They did. The story about gender selection in Mexico, the story about return to TV, and then the latest story about the basement flooding in my new house. It's been tough keeping it to myself and not making any comments at all, especially when their stories have been leaked. However, I had to. Now I know for certain which account individuals come from. I have saved and screenshotted all the original stories, which clearly showed as one person has viewed them. It's Rebecca Vardy's accounts. Her, oh, her detective skills earned her the nickname Wagatha Christie because Agatha Christie is a famous detective novelist. Wag oh. means wife and girlfriend of a footballer. Yep, got it. Wagatha Christie. Uh, oh, someone's already explained it in the thing. Well, there you go. Uh, someone said, great detective in from Colleen Rue, Wagatha Christie. It was this amazing story with the dot, dot, dot ending. It had a lot of drama in it. So I was just like, this is a detective novel, blah, blah, blah. I don't care what you have to say. So how is it defamation if she's posting stuff and then Rebecca Vardy's just setting it off to the sun? Well, I'm just getting to the libel suit. This okay. hasn't become a suing thing yet. It's just about to in the story. Okay. So what is the libel suit? Vardy denied Rooney's claims, writing on her own social media, I'm not being funny, but I don't need the money. What would I gain from selling stories to you? But it doesn't make sense if you're the only one that's viewed the stories. So it has to be you. So why is she denying it, Dee? Because she's scared. I, I suppose so, yes. So here is her statement. She's been found out. She has been found out. Can I click on the statement? Because it's Oh, here we go. So she said, whoops, as I've just said to you on the phone, I wish you would call me if you thought this. I never speak to anyone about you as various journalists who have asked me to over the years can vouch for. If you thought this was happening, you could have told me and I could have changed my passwords to see if it stopped. Over the years, various people have had access to my Insta and just this week I found I was following people I didn't know and have never followed myself. I'm not being funny, but I don't need the money. What would I gain from selling stories on you? I liked you a lot, Colleen, and I'm so upset that you've chosen to do this, especially when I'm heavily pregnant. I'm disgusted that I'm even having to deny this you should have called me the first time this happened what do you think now to hearing that i'm not i don't know i'm not gonna lie that did sound very believable yes uh, i but i mean it is just written word on the page yeah it? but like i don't know i just kind of thought like it could be true yeah could possibly <laughs> be in june 2020 vardy filed a civil lawsuit for defamation so vardy has then sued saying that Rooney, who called her out, oh, okay. is defaming her by right. calling her out. Okay, now it seems fake because why would she get ahead of it like that? Mm -hmm. Now it does sound like she wants money. Mrs. Vardy does not actually know what happened. She doesn't know how this information got into the press. All she knows is what she did and she knows it wasn't her, her lawyer said, per The Independent. So, what happened in court? The trial started on May 12, 2022. So that's not too long ago, around the time that the Johnny and Amber case was going on. That's what you did say at the start? Yeah. I didn't leak anything, Vardy told High Court on the first day of the trial. I didn't give any information to a newspaper. It's possible that Vardy's agent, Caroline Watt, could be responsible for the leaks. According to the BBC, Watt lost her phone in the North Sea after it was hit by a wave before Mrs Rooney's team could see WhatsApp messages that could potentially help her case. What has denied being the source? Rooney's lawyer said of what's possible involvement in the leak, just because you're not the person who gets their hands dirty doesn't mean you're not equally responsible. Ooh. 
Mm. In closing arguments, Rooney's lawyer accused Vardy of deleting messages to cover up incriminating evidence. Vardy's lawyer said his client suffered public abuse and ridicule on a massive scale. The civil trial began on May 10th and concluded on May 19th. Justice Stain is expected to deliver her ruling in the current weeks. So that's all we've got on that so far. So, judging from that, what is your verdict? I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna take it at face value for this one. I think I think the way Colleen Rooney went about it with the private Instagram, so only clever. she could see, it's clever and it just makes it black and white. I think, yeah. in my opinion, we obviously recently I had one of my Instagram accounts hacked, and what happened was I was shut out of the account. The passwords were changed. I've never heard of a, and then they were posting stuff. Yeah, I've never heard of a hacker hacking an Instagram account and letting the original user still use it. And not only that, true. Whenever you log on to an Instagram account um, from somewhere else, yeah, you so. often get an email saying, "Is this you? You've logged in from blah blah." Yeah, blah. okay, yeah, true. Actually. So I didn't why would Vardy not get those notifications and be like, "Oh, I think my account's been hacked." She just sounds like she. It's got a problem with her for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't think Colleen Rue defamed her. Rue, Rooney defamed her. I think Colleen Rooney is in the right. That is my verdict. Yeah, we'll go with that. That Yeah, so Winging It Travel Podcast. You want, there, there you go. There you go. This is our view. on After hearing all of the evidence, we think Colleen Rooney, as much as she has no backbone in terms of her husband, she does have a backbone in terms of this trial. And uh, I think she's completely in the right. Are you in agreement, Judge T? Yes. Nice one. Okay, so now we're going to get to the last portion of the episode. We're coming along to everyone's fan favourite part of the show. It's Courting with James. Are we going to cue the jingle, T? Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. Okay, cool. So I've got two stories today. Which one do you want to hear first? I'm going to read them out for you. The second one. Let's hear the second one. When in doubt, always pick the second one. Okay. Because if you liked the first one that much, you wouldn't have looked for the second one. Okay. Well, I can tell you for a fact that the... uh, the first one is the juiciest, but we're going to do... Well, we'll we'll finish with the juicier one then. Or I'll be the judge of that. Shall I be the judge of that? Am I the asshole for storming off from my sister's wedding after she deadnamed my son? Deadnamed? What does that mean? Okay, so um, basically deadnaming is if you've got a trans person. Oh! Say, yeah, so you know now, but I will explain for the listeners anyway. Deadnaming is basically if you've got a trans person, say there is a man that has transitioned into a woman. The man is called Leroy and he's transitioned into a woman and he's now called Linda. If you walked up to Linda in the street and said, hello, Leroy, you'd be dead naming them because right. that is their dead that name, makes their previous name. Um, whether you think they're a man or a woman or whatever, that mm-hmm. is just a polite thing to do in polite society. I think it's what everyone should do. Don't be a dickhead. Yes, exactly. Is, is my response right, to that. Okay. So... Am I the arsehole for storming off my sister's wedding after she deadnamed my son? I'm a 45-year-old single father of three. Their mum died 
10 years ago. That's quite sad. Mm. I have three sons, 17-year-old Andrew, 15-year-old Connor, and 14-year-old Max. Connor was born female. He is trans. He came out as trans five years ago and has now socially transitioned, but not physically. Right. So that means socially um, he's displaying as a man as a man and stuff like yeah, that yeah he's but, introducing himself but, as connor yeah but physically he's still I assume a he still looks a bit feminine yeah. Yeah. i would i would assume my sister 38 female so two years younger than him just got married me and my sons were also invited my family has known that connor is trans for two years now some have adjusted well some not so much my sister is pretty indifferent about it her her wedding was really super well organized to the last detail she wanted all the men to wear shirt plus ties and then women sundresses i texted her a picture of our outfits the day before the wedding and she said where's nia's dress <gasps> i was a bit surprised and told her not to dead name my son and that he'll be wearing a shirt and tie mm-hmm. like the rest of the men there or we aren't coming she said fine and that was it At the reception, my sister got mad that Connor was wearing a tie, but didn't say much after that. When we sat down at our table, the card Nia... Oh. Shit. The Nia came to us on the table. I went to my sister and she said she used their real name. (gasps) I told her me and the boys are leaving and she told me, don't you dare cause a scene at my wedding. Nia can be a guy any other day. I called her a bigot. Oh my god! How could you say that to somebody? I don't understand. The thing that I don't understand: one, you're not the asshole, sir. You are, you no. are a lovely father to your son. Yeah. Um, just exactly what your son needs. Yeah. What, but that's fucked. What I don't understand is why does it matter at your wedding? No, it doesn't matter. Why like there is the some people that are literally like prim proper has to be exactly like the way. And she's obviously one of those people, but that's like no one else there will give a fuck. I still think that's over the top. You get bridezillas. Oh, yeah. oh get, I'm not saying it's correct at yeah. all. You get bridezillas that are like, oh, my bridesmaids need to be wearing this. Their hair yeah, needs exactly, to look yeah. like this, blah, blah, blah. And I can see that as controlling, but I can understand why yeah, brides yeah, yeah. would be like that because you know it's your bridesmaids. But when it gets to shit like but, this, when it's family and it's like you're being really offensive. At the end of the day, that son is just a guest it's just fucking yeah, turning yeah. up to reception for dinner and no and like if she know? if she actually went around and asked people are you offended by this blah, blah, blah. no one will care mm-hmm. like they're literally there for them and yep. their wedding day she's making it into a big deal not the brother i would like to make the uh, i would like to know where they come from because this screams christian town do you think um yeah so i would be interested to know where they come from because I it's really nice that. though that the father hasn't got the same opinion as his sister yeah so they've obviously not they've obviously if they have been brought up obviously the same in like a christian setting he's obviously changed his mindset which means she could have changed her mindset just for one night it's just some people just are so selfish and and also it's this is your nephew so like treat him with some fucking respect and also it sounds really early days for him as well so that's going to be really horrible Mm. bloody hell well he's not given an update but i mean the main thing is that i just hope that i find it crazy right that some people like he's obviously not in the wrong Mm -hmm. like it's so obvious he is not in the wrong 
So yet, why has he done a post asking if he's in the wrong? Well, sometimes people... Do they just like to vent it out? Well, if the thing is, especially stuff involving family, when you've been with someone, like, he's known his sister for 40 years. Yeah. And obviously, he's been treating his son the correct way. But when you're in a family feud, sometimes you just want to think... You just come home and you don't, even if you are in the right, you don't know what to think. Yeah, true, because like, it's, it's blood, isn't it? I, yeah, should yeah. I just find out and stuff? So I, I do kind of Because you have that guilt coming in, don't you? Even if you know that you're not in the wrong. Yeah, he's yeah, probably true. like, I just want to make sure that what I've said is rational, but good yeah, on him. Yeah, Dad, Dad of the month. Yes. For, for us here. But so that was our verdict. He's definitely in the right. But mm-hmm. this one, this next one, T. Right, so we're finishing with a juicy one. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we're finishing the show with an absolute juicy one. Right. And this one has got an update as well. So, I, 18 female, walked in on my mum, 44, teasing my dad, 46, while wearing one of my dresses. <gasps> what the fuck? I know, I know. Oh my God, I, I feel absolutely sick right now. And that's just the title. That is, that is enough said. <laughs> right, right. Go on. i know it sounds like something out of one of those really bad netflix movies but mm. it's unfortunately for me true oh my god i was over at a friend's house for most of the day yesterday and i wasn't supposed to be coming home until later in the evening this is super common for me right now my friend has a pool and stuff so i've been at her house a lot since school ended a few weeks ago mid-afternoon we decided to go and just drive around then wanted to go shopping i didn't bring my money with me i keep my savings in cash in this little jar so i don't spend it so impulsively we decided to go by my house to grab some cash on the way to the mall when we got there my friend waited in the car because i was only going to be a couple of minutes yeah when i walked into my house though my parents were on the couch i don't want to be too overly graphic about what was going on but my mum was on my dad's lap teasing him and it was very clear that they were about to have sex. Oh my They gosh. both froze when they saw me. Totally expected because they didn't plan on being interrupted at all. I was frozen too. Then after a couple of seconds, I realized my mum was literally wearing one of my favorite dresses. That is so fucking weird. Yep. Like I wear it all the time. Not even like it's oh really revealing gosh. or anything. Just a normal summer dress. We were all looking at each other in shock for a few seconds before my mum just said, I'm so sorry, sweetie. I ran back out of the house and was crying by the time I made it to my friend's car. I started explaining to her what I'd just seen and she was calming me down. But then my mother came out of the house after me, literally still wearing my dress. <gasps> I told my friend to drive away before she got to the car and we oh. went back to her house. Oh my God. We didn't give her parents any details about what happened, just that I had some family drama. I've been friends with her since way back, so they told me I can sleep at their house for a couple of days until I figure things out. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that is nice of them. I barely slept last night at all. Every time I close my eyes, it's like I see it in my head. Oh, no! I know. My mum's called me a bunch of times, but I only texted her back to let her know where I am and told her I need time before I'm ready to talk to them. Yes. She replied again, apologising and wants me to come home today to talk to them. I don't think I can do that yet. Nope. Even typing this out, I've started shaking with nerves about it. What do I do now? I've oh. never felt unsafe in my house before at all. But I also don't know if I'm comfortable being around my parents now yeah. that I know oh that they're literally pretending she's me. Yeah. I'm so grossed out and I think I want to burn every piece of clothing I've ever owned. I fucking bet. Oh my God, I generally don't even know. I don't even know what to say. I feel so bad for her. 
that is disgusting yeah so she's done an edit and said i really don't want to write anything erotic about my parents on here but since it's been suggested that they might not have been about to have sex a couple of times what? over messages and stuff here goes the top portion of the dress was pulled down and they were doing stuff if they weren't about to have sex they were at least being sexual yeah I'm not upset at all that my parents were having sex. It's the fact that they were about to have sex when my mum was wearing one of my favourite dresses. She and I never share clothes, and I've been trying to rationalise this some other way, but I don't see why she would have gone into my room and gotten that dress unless it was for what I interrupted them doing. Mm -hmm. So clearly she was wearing the dress for some sort of sexual mm -hmm. reason in the bedroom. It's got to be. It's, it's surely... Oh. I, I don't know what I would do in that scenario. I just wouldn't oh want to talk gosh. to my parents. Like, that's rank. That is that is so beyond rank. <laughs> like, I can't even begin to imagine how she is feeling right now. Yeah, someone said, I'll probably think about finding a new favourite dress. And she replied, oh, that dress is going in a fire if I ever see it again. Yeah. So she has done an update. Oh, Should we no. okay. hear this before we end the episode? Before we give judgment? I, I think I'm, I might need to like... Oh, I don't even know. Mm. So several I feel so uncomfortable hearing <laughs> the story. Several people advised I should speak with a therapist before seeing or speaking with either of my parents. Uh -huh. I called one I had seen a few times in the past and she was able to book me in for an emergency session. Oh. And she really helped me work through what I saw as well as my worries and constructing a list of questions to ask my mum when I spoke with her. I met with my mother over the weekend. We met at this park near our house in the afternoon and sat away from everyone. My friend who I'm staying with and her boyfriend went with me for moral support, but they hung back and let me talk to my mother alone. I'm not going to go through our entire conversation because we talked for over an hour, but it was pretty much what I had feared. She was role-playing as <gasps> me when I walked in on her and dad. She wouldn't confirm how long it had been going on, but gave me a list of several pieces of my clothing. <gasps> Oh my god, I can't. I literally can't. Three dresses, then two of my sleep sets, <gasps> which she had previously borrowed. She claims they were all cleaned thoroughly before returning them, and I have no reason to believe she wouldn't have cleaned them. But I'm never going to wear any of those things again, regardless. It was probably <gasps> stupid of me, but I asked which one of them came up with the idea for her to <gasps> roleplay as me. Oh, I mean, I don't think that's stupid. I would have asked the exact same thing because it's... Yeah. According to her... It was her own idea. Now, her mum's idea. Now that is what I find strange. I find that interesting. I would automatically have assumed it, it was, was the dad's. A, the dad's That's, idea, which is probably bad of us. Yeah, to assume. But it's just yeah, just oh, what the fuck? I just think of motherly oh. instinct or something. I yeah. just feel like a mother would be grossed out about that. I, in my opinion, I thought going into this that this was some mum that has heard about the dad's fetish and is like okay we'll try it i didn't think it would be her fucking idea oh my gosh jesus um so anyway according to her it was her own idea i still really don't feel comfortable seeing or talking to my dad and he hasn't reached out since i walked in on them either so i guess he isn't comfortable talking to me about it either my dad was at work when I spoke with her. I made sure of that because I wanted to be able to go by the house and get a few more of my things. She let me go there alone with my friends and get the things I needed before going back to her place. I'm still working on where I go from here. I ended up having to fully explain the situation to my friend's parents. They were both extremely understanding and willing to let me rent their spare bedroom for a few months while I figure something else out. Aww. I'm working on getting more hours at work too. So yeah, that's pretty much all that's happened. I doubt I'll update beyond this, oh. but I'm sincerely thankful to everybody who reached out and tried to help me. I literally want to give her a cuddle. 
Like, I feel so awful for her. She's so young as well. She's 18. Mm. Like, that's her friendship. That's her, you know, family. That she's pro- she probably, I hope, doesn't have a relationship with them because that is just, no. That is, no. It's a poor girl. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm really happy she's got nice friends, but that is just disgusting. If there are any parents out there that are thinking of spicing up their love life, literally do anything else. Yeah. Anything else. Oh, my God. I feel so ill. The fact that that's been going on for more than that one time. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. And she's worn clothes that she's then worn afterwards without... Just no, just stop. Just I don't want to talk about it. Possibly one of the juiciest, juiciest Courting with James stories we have ever had. What a way to end our first episode of season four. Wow. Mental. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode today. I hope you found our stories interesting. I hope there's some stuff that you can take with you and chat about with your mates. We have got an amazing, some amazing episodes coming up soon. We will be talking, interviewing today, we're recording it, a prominent flat earther. He is the leader of the Flat Earth podcast. His name is David, and we're going to be speaking to him today. So that's going to be very interesting. I'm going to try not to pull any punches. I'm going to try. It's going to be a very intense episode for me because James gets extremely passionate. (laughs) I'm sure this man is extremely passionate. And I feel like I'm going to be a bloody referee. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope so. But I mean, I showed you the Netflix documentary and you were getting quite passionate on it as well. Yeah, I was getting extremely passionate because... Mm yeah we'll get into it yeah we'll get into it (laughs) but thank you so much for listening guys you know where to follow us at the court case podcast on instagram courtcasepodcast.com is where you can see all of our stuff so thank you so much for listening and we will see you all next time oh goodbye Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.